listening to Between Two Bridges, a business-to-business podcast. With your hosts, Anthony R. Destiny, Joe Ferriani, and Jerry Kenna. Interviewing entrepreneurs, business operators, and investors. This episode of Between Two Bridges is sponsored by Paymark Payroll. Payday is the most important day to your most important people. And payday is made easy at www.payyourpeople.com. Alrighty, we're here for the January wrap-up episode for Between Two Bridges. I'm your co-host, Anthony Ardestiny. I'm Jerry Kenna. Joseph Ferranti. So touching on um, the last few guests, we had Angel, Hugh, and David. Um, Very different, uh, I guess you could say, professions. Very impressed with Angel and what she's got going on. Yeah, I'm I'm glad to get some other looks. We seem to be toting a line of guys that have been doing the same thing, so we had a uh, an influx of different and the body industry in that shop was kind of diff- different, you know, and, it, and, yep. and she's, a, she's going to kill it. Whatever yeah. she decides to do, big shop, small shop, she's going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. She's, uh, it's been fun to watch the growth of that company. Uh, I've been, I've been working with that, that, that body shop for, uh, probably 10 years. Um, and, uh, Worked with the previous owners, and and then when Angel bought it, um, became a pretty big part of that. And uh, it was it's fun to watch, you know, what the revenue was that the the grandparents had and were comfortable with, and you know where they had grown it to. And then since she's taken over in 2020, even dealing with a, a global pandemic, um, she has increased the revenue dramatically, um, completely changed the game there. And um, it's going to be exciting to see where it goes from here, whether or not she decides that she wants to start buying you know, or opening up multiple locations or uh, and becoming a what they call MSO, multiple shop organization, yeah. maybe yeah. Is that what they call it, uh, or just keep growing where she's at and be content with that. Or maybe one of these big companies are going to walk in one of these days and offer her a money or offer make her an offer she can't refuse yeah i also think it was interesting and kind of like reminds you that we're not completely over the pandemic when she said like more of a pandemic now with the parts where you yeah. and like and the big shops buying up the stocks yeah it's kind of it's kind of crazy to see that like i think one thing that COVID's brought to the forefront is like we all knew a shrewd businessman and now like we're kind of all forced to become one yep and uh, I mean, Rob Cochran's been on TV, and like he's like, people in Pittsburgh think he's a nice guy, but at this point, you know, he's getting shrewd, you know. Yeah. So, sorry, Rob. <laughs> Just throwing that out there, like yeah. he's taking a different approach, times. you know. Yeah. Like the approaches yeah. have changed. Yep. It's hard to buy a part of the market share now, so you buy a business that's in the market share. Yeah, you know, I have a unique standpoint because I see so many different clients, different kinds of businesses, and different industries, different personalities within the business. And I've got clients that 
really struggled with this pandemic and are continuing to struggle with this pandemic. And, um, and, and then I have clients that looked at it as an opportunity. And, you know, we've said this before, you hate to say that you came out better after COVID, yeah. but I have clients that th- found opportunities to, to get money from mm-hmm. these COVID, uh, programs that the government came out with. And with, you know, add on the fact that the rates have, were at all time lows yeah. during that time, you know, they borrowed and borrowed and borrowed and then got the grants and, and the tax credits and everything they could get their hands on. And because of that, they were able to not only survive the pandemic, but thrive, you know, clients that bought multiple businesses, guys, you know, expanded. Um, we're one of them, you know? Yeah. So I also think too, that it depends on what business you were in. Because, like, some businesses you knew, like, we're going to come out of this and it's going to pick up tomorrow. Like, if you were in real estate and you were selling houses, you knew that after the pandemic they were still going to sell houses. Yeah. You know, if you were in a business where, like, like a movie theater, maybe you thought, we're never mm. going to see the end of this. Yeah. Yeah, and then don't forget, and then on top of the pandemic and all the, the weird things that a movie theater went through, we've also seen a massive shift in how – movies are marketed and sold you know a lot of them are going straight to streaming now they're not even going to a theater so the theater business has changed dramatically uh, yeah. not only just because of the pandemic like but just netflix you see a-list movie stars putting out movies on there it's pretty yeah. wild i just watched dumb money with seth rogan yeah about the gamestop stock yeah i saw and the preview for that i haven't watched I'd, it was it good I, I didn't even know it was available i never thought I could, it was never in theaters i don't think yeah and it was i never heard of it and it was really good i mean it was yeah. very informative Adam and Sandler's been doing the same thing. He's been putting stuff directly on Netflix. It's never going to the theater. So, you know, that, that changes that game. I mean, yeah. we're going to probably start seeing theaters shut down. Yeah, I would think so. They're, like, going the ways of the malls. And, and uh-huh. you know, all yeah. malls are empty anymore. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah, if your strategic plan is to get into retail now, <laughs> I don't know what you're selling. Maybe weed? They're yeah, doing you can well. sell weed. Yeah. <laughs> They're doing well, right? <laughs> That's crazy. That how many is of those probably the only. Uh, you can't drive down a major street without seeing multiple <laughs> dispensaries. Like every, it's like, oh, they're building a new building, and what they're going to sell next week? It's like, oh, it's a weed store. Well, yeah. yeah, you talk about mom and pop shops, like with me looking for a building. It's like you're competing against breweries, yeah, and dispensaries, yep, and, and they have like unlimited funds. It seems, yeah, because like, why wouldn't you? Wow, well, <laughs> yeah. The dispensaries are getting money from investors because these banks right. won't lend to them, right? Because it's still federally illegal. They're not even allowed to have an account. It's crazy. I mean, bank account. You're saying, yeah, yeah. bank accounts. You know, they're not allowed to. They can't take credit cards. Like I'm in the credit card industry, so we we see that all the time. Where it's uh, because it's still considered federally illegal. Even the medical dispensaries, they're not allowed to take credit card. Huh. Yeah, uh, yeah that's right. Yeah, you got to go to the ATM machine. Yeah. And pay uh, cash usually. Yeah. Mm. So you can't, we can't sell credit card processing to any of those places because it's still considered federally illegal. They can't take out a loan. They can't take out, they can't put their money in a bank. So they're dealing with massive amounts of cash. Um, it's weird. I, I think that's going to change. I mean, every every so often they start talking about a new bill that is going to change that. And I think... Oh, they're these. greedy fucks. If they can't take the think, take yeah. the cash and get the get their percentage, we'll see that in our lifetime. Yeah, I think we will too. Man. I think, I think you're right. I think there's a lot of greed involved in it. But the, the what I'm worried, what I think it is, is that 
you know, pharmaceutical companies are lining these politicians' pockets yeah. way more than I think they realize they could make from a cannabis industry. So until they start looking and seeing a bigger opportunity in that sector than they are with Pfizer. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because that's, that's a bridge they don't want to cross. No, I mean, because, I mean, look at look at the pandemic. They just pumped out all these vaccinations. The government funded the research and then mandated it in some places and some employers mandated it and made, you know, so they didn't have to spend any money. Pfizer didn't spend any money on marketing for that kind of job. <laughs> no, 100, 100 weeks they had a vaccine, 100 years we can't. We can't subscribe marijuana yet. Like a UPMC physician can't yeah. be like, you know what, dude? You're high strung. You're a hypochondriac. Just go get fucking stoned. Land, <laughs> <laughs> Land of the free is not so free, I guess. Yeah, no. No. Well, that's part of that movie, too. And they talk about how when they started, the retail investors started going after um, GameStop. Yeah. So the hedge funds sh- shorted the position, and the retail pushed it over the short, so the short fell through. I remember and, that, yeah. And then they required Robinhood to carry $3 billion to back their retail. Yeah. So they had to go to the hedge fund to get it. There were days where you couldn't trade on Robinhood. Yeah, they shut off they trading. Would, and, uh, yeah, that's what pe- yeah, I mean, that's crazy to think. And, and that's, that's the thing. Like, you yeah. think you're a little person. Like they, There's actually a nurse from Pittsburgh that's documented in there. She's still holding, by the way. She yeah. oh. because she got fucked on the deal. She couldn't sell she couldn't when sell. she wanted to sell, so she held. And they shut that dude off the it's airways. Very strange. Yeah, to be able to restrict like that. Yeah, it's very like cowboys and Indians. You know, like they. I wouldn't even say that. It's the government and then us little right. guys. Right, and it's uh, it was right there in front of our face. We couldn't do anything about it. And, yeah, and mm. and then they don't talk about it until the movie comes back out. And you're like, oh, shit, that <laughs> well, happened? Happen. That, when did that happen? 1932? No, that was 2021. Right. You know what, dude? <laughs> Even with the movie out, there is a tremendous percentage of the people in this in this American public that don't know or don't understand what happened and don't realize that, I mean, it's literally... And it's not even just the government, obviously mm. the government, but it's these hedge funds. It's these big yeah. financial yeah. organizations that are... They're almost telling the government, like, hey, you need to shut this shit off because we're losing a crazy yeah, amount of money. That's exactly what happened. And and then you have the little guy that just happened to, you know, get on this <laughs> get wave on and read it. I mean, yeah. it's crazy. <laughs> like there's guys that put in a hundred bucks and were like billionaires. <laughs> millionaires. <laughs> he he had fifty three thousand he bought in GameStop. Oh wow. and he cashed out at thirty seven million. Could you imagine basically that overnight? Life? Yeah. Yeah. And Could he, you imagine that life? But he was like, I think thirty, uh-huh. and people thought they sh- the big companies shorted GameStop because right. they were like, no one's going to buy a disc, no one's going into the mm-hmm. store. Well, GameStop is a it's an organization sold mouses to become essential because they sold com- computer, uh, computer parts. Right, yeah. Uh, okay. So all the malls closed down. The only store in the mall was open was GameStop. Not well, that it affected their revenue. Yeah, they are all open. But he like went nuts <laughs> thinking that this was going to change the world. And secretly, he changed it. You know what I mean? Like, he was the one that, it, like, their revenue didn't change much. No. Right? But he changed no, it. The valuation there was yeah. not accurate. Yeah, no, not at all. But not it was like kids in college that had Robin Hood that yeah. were like, I'll buy $137 worth of stock. And it just, mm-hmm. and then when that short position busted, yeah. the floodgates opened. 500% it went up. It's crazy. Yep. Now we were talking about movie theaters. AMC got in that run too. Yep, and then, I bought some of that, and then I was a little too late to the show. I didn't. Yeah. I did not become a GameStop or AMC millionaire. 
Yeah, the day I tried to buy GameStop, it was the day it was shut down. Yeah. I think it was like 135 bucks a share, and it was shut down, and I, I just was like, well, fuck it. You're never going to be able to buy yeah. it again. Little did I know. <laughs> even at that point, even at $100 a share, if you would have bought in yeah. with a significant amount of money, you would have oh, yeah. money. Big mm-hmm. money. So Yeah, crazy money. Okay. So, so, so Angel. Yeah, so Angel's killing it. Yeah. It's fun to watch. And um, I don't know. I think she... I think, you know, she talks a lot about being underestimated and stuff. I think she kind of sure. likes it. Yeah, being underestimated. she's one of your clients that likes it for yeah, sure. Yeah, she's definitely one that likes it. Yeah. So, yeah, she, she's fun to watch. She's a boss, man. And then yeah. I actually was, um, my son broke the screen on his iPad. So I went through the whole, like, uh, deal with Verizon, get to the insurance part. And then I'm, like, clicking through Verizon's website because I have, like, all this shit in Verizon, but I never mess around. And it brought us to our next guest that we had was you. There's all these training things on Verizon. And I'm like, yeah, I wonder if you ever had his hand in all this stuff, which he did, you know, that's kind of what that was his career start. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, funny enough, whenever I bought flex source, I kind of took over the Verizon account and through this process, the guy on Verizon, um, was like, your account is older than I am. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, Oh Yeah. And he's like, yeah. He goes, if you have a couple minutes, just hold on for a second. I want to do something for you. Yeah. So like, he goes and he comes back. He's like, hey, I got it approved that I'm going to cut $56 a month off your bill for Verizon because you've been such a long-term customer of Verizon. That's, so I'm like, no, oh, that's kidding. sweet. Yeah. You know, Sometimes it just takes a call. Yeah, you know? call. Yeah. And, and you know, yeah. once you get a human, yeah. you got to kind of remember now you're talking to a human. It's not the prompt like... Who press two for billing? I'm like, I want to talk to customer service. Yeah. Just, you know, like, just hit zero, zero, yeah. zero, zero, zero. So it was cool to see that, like, because I remember him talking about, like, that's where he got his start with the iPhone being released. Yeah. And, like, and that, yeah. Yeah. that's all that, I mean, online that's where he education. Worked with him. Yeah. 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 It's pretty slick. Yeah. And he's definitely he's keeping the from, foot down. Yeah. He's gone from retail to online education to Airbnbs, real estate. He's had some trouble there. Yeah. So, yeah. A good lengthy part of that about I'll, I'll never drive past the V V A in Fox Chapel and not, <laughs> not think about him because that house is relatively close. Yeah, that. yeah. I was uh, I've known Hugh for a long time. Uh, I was pretty close with him during that whole thing. We weren't allowed to talk about it, and mm. um, I saw what he was going through, and it was it was scary because yeah. he's you know he had built himself. A nice life. He had a good bit of rental properties, and he had a beautiful house, and um, you know, he built himself a nice, a nice lifestyle. And then all of a sudden, like everything was on the table. Like yeah. he's like, I might have to sell my house yeah. that he built. You yeah, know? and and yeah, it was. You know, talk about being on top and then all of a sudden finding yourself one bad deal. And really no fault to his own because, like, he did 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 his due diligence. Yeah. 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 It was. But it shows you that, like, everybody, not everybody, but so many people think that if you own a business, you're. You're, you're rich or you're going to be ultra successful or people start a business thinking like, well, it's going to be tough at the beginning, but it's just going to be a steady climb. Yeah. It is not. I mean, you can be on top of the world and all of a sudden the, everything falls out from under you. Yeah. And, um, one bad choice, one wrong yeah. advice, you yeah. know, one dumb decision. Yep. A and Chinese not, not like, flu could come along. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Or like you just make a, make a decision and you think it's the right decision and, and which he did. Yeah. And then, 
on the backside of it, he came out of it all right. But like, if he didn't, then people question him forever. Yeah, you know. So like, and he questions himself. I mean, he's gonna beat himself up over it because yeah, he, he put his family yeah. in that position. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it, it was a rough, it was a rough patch. And uh, I mean, I know the amount of money he was spending every month just to yeah. cover that cost because he had hard money loans. He had, you know, yeah, I mean, a house in Fox Chapel is not cheap. Mm. And um, yeah, that was that was a rough time. But you know, he came out the other end. He took it on the chin a little bit. Yeah, and I looked at his event space that he has. It's, it's spectacular. It's yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's really nice. Uh, yeah, he did a really good job with that. Yeah, it's such a cool that concept that wasn't there like 20 years ago. Like No, and I saw pictures of when he bought it, and I thought he was out of his mind. Yeah, well, <laughs> even like Armstrong Farms has that barn. Yep. That they t- like these barns yeah. turn into wedding venues. I wonder when that bubble's going to burst. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But a barn's definitely better than a fire hall, right? There's a lot <laughs> yeah. of... Uh, barn remodels going on that in 20 years people are like what were they thinking? yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, remember dawn rayner yes yeah. so or uh How for those forget? yeah for those of you that don't know dawn rayner he was like our uh, hippie geography teacher he was a good dude civil war civil war i got yep. thrown out of civil war class for asking if it was actual footage i used to cheat off tyke <laughs> Which is wow, that's <laughs> he had all how'd the answers. Work, how'd that work out for you? But <laughs> he had the answers. He so. said to me, I don't know where he got one time him. about Sorry, like review, but we were in history. I think he was teaching history at the time, and he said one day they're gonna dig up this school from the rubble, yeah. and they're gonna find a stapler, and they're gonna look at pictures of us and be like, "What do they do? Just pierce their ears with these right. things?" So like that, like whole thing, like a hundred years from now. I can't tell you the last time he used a stapler. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, get a job in an office. Sorry. Yeah, Jerry's <laughs> like, yeah. spend a day hundreds here, a month on staples. Yeah. I got some pretty crazy staplers here, man. Yeah, we use them at the cleaners Dude. from time, like for our, yeah. like putting tags on shit and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, I I thought I always think about that, like, oh yeah, yeah all these people have earrings, and this yeah. thing here that they found the rubble must have been <laughs> there must have been an ear piercing. Ear piercing. Two at a time, <laughs> yeah, right. two at a time, get them done. But yeah, so it'll be interesting to see where like that whole venue space goes, but yeah. that place is gorgeous. Like, well, and the nice thing he has is that his venue is not really just a barn. There's a barn on a property, but I think he's still working on it. But it's mainly just this old farmhouse yeah. in a giant yard. Right. You know, so their weddings, they're putting up the big tents and doing like mm-hmm. outdoor wedding kind of deal. And um, then you get to sleep there. And then he has the house where yeah. you can sleep, and it's like. Gorgeous. Oh, it's uh, yeah, it's insane. So mm. we should um, shoot an episode there one time. You yeah, we could pull that out on location. Yeah. He'd let us. We could we could like. I could have talked to him for a while. Yeah, you know, we, that was our yeah. longest episode, and, and we talked a while before. after. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. funny we spent a lot of time in the lobby talking after, but he uh, maybe we could do like a bourbon review and then sleep there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we might. We'll get to. through uh, sober January here, and yeah. then and then uh, mm. let it rip. <laughs> yeah, sober January while you have an icy light in front of you. Well, I mean, it, my, to me, it's not blackout January. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So I don't plan you just on just dial it back. Yeah, yeah, I dial no, it back I'm, a little bit. Uh, what is it? I'm 27 days into it. Are you doing dry January? Yeah, I've been in water. And, yeah? Yeah, I'm down 14 pounds. No wow. kidding. Just yeah, cutting man. out booze or did I you? I mean, I've been working out a little bit, but yeah. Good he looked you, in the yeah. face. I thought it was the mustache. Yeah. So <laughs> my wife wanted this, so we'll oh, see what happens. <laughs> I give him his shoes back at the beginning yeah. of the year. And now yeah, he's yeah. going to be an Italian Change, race car driver. Changed, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, 
Yeah, and I think a lot of the things, like when we recap, like I relate a lot of things to like some of our guests, and like Hugh was talking about things that are like out of my, like out of my realm of things. He was talking about dead X and stuff like that. Yeah, intelligent man. And anybody out there that was like on the brink of like doing something crazy, he's probably a good guy to reach out to. Yeah, he is. And to wrap Hugh up. I thought it was funny the first time I one of the first times I met him he he still drives that ridge line. Oh, he still has. I make fun of him relentlessly yeah. for that. He was giving Jerry a ride back here and he had to remove shovels from the passengers <laughs> and throw them in the bed of his ridge line but yeah, yeah he's got to do what you got to do. I always do. tell him whenever that Honda breaks down let me know I'll come pick you up in my Silverado. <laughs> I'll tell, I can tell your truck with it with mine. There you go. Yeah. But yeah, and then try, Dave was fun to talk to, and yes, you see uh, his growth. He started at Smoky Bones, right? Yeah, yep. then in, yeah. uh, then pursue college, and now is very successful. Yeah, he's I, doing well. One of my hopes for him is that, like, when he's sixty, he goes back to college and gets a degree in fourteen hundredth art, fourteen yeah. <laughs> hundredth <1400th> century art. <laughs> No, I want to see him on Sundays, man. You know, yeah. That'd be cool to uh, – I know he just posted, like, a camp, and I'm thinking about, like, starting out. That would be cool. Referee. Referee, yeah. Oh, really? So referees are people too. But uh, <laughs> Yeah, that would be – it would be fun just yeah. to be like yeah. – I posted this morning. I said I never thought I'd agree with a referee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I saw that. <laughs> so, it's a he, tough uh, job. Yeah, definitely. He does a ton. Um, he's very conscientious of like what goes on around him and mm. like the community. And and I know I know that he's reached out to me a lot in the alumni foundation. Yeah. He's a he's a solid guy. Um, yep. Involved in the community for sure. Yeah, I know yeah. he's proud of his brother. His brother, I mean, him and a guy that we graduated with, Dimitri Fakaris, are probably going to be the two most decorated soldiers to come out of Riverview. Yeah, yep. for for yeah. a long time. Um, but like I think his thing is is like he's very relatable to a lot of people. So that yeah. that field that he's chose, like he can spin the conversation. Like like he said, if he walks in and sees sports memorabilia, you talk about sports. Yeah. Um, but if you want to get down to it and talk about something else, he's very very good at that. You know, I to expand on that, and he's definitely one of the guys that I agree with you 100. percent And goes this applies to him. But I've got a handful of uh, people I work with. Um, friends with and also clients that that are very successful and one in particular and I won't mention who I'm talking about but Joe Ferrani um, <laughs> I think a, I think a big reason why he's so successful in his particular career is that he can adapt to whatever room he's in so if he's in a in a room with blue collar union guys he's one of the guys and he's mm-hmm. you know not a stuffy guy he he can talk to them and and be one of the guys. But you can take that same guy and put him in a room with, you know, UPMC executives at, with a suit and a tie, and he can get along with them too. Yeah. You know, and, and I think in his he's in a in kind of a commercial lending space, and he's very, very successful in it. And that is, I think, a big part of why. You have to be able to, like, you know, we, all, we were all raised, like, you treat the CEO the same way as a janitor. Right. You know, I think that's, yeah. you know, it's not the way we always are. We don't, you know, I don't look at people that way. I really don't, you know. And um, I think that goes to, you know, it serves serves to help be successful because if you can get along with everybody and you're nobody looks at you like, what a, what a dick, what an asshole that yeah. guy is. Um, you know, my, client, my clientele ranges from, you know, retired people on a fixed income and blue collar guys that, 
you know, that struggle all the way up to, you know, seven-figure employees. Mm. Yeah, we're uh, pretty. Seven-figure seven business owners, and, you know, you just have to be able to get along with everybody. Be friendly. Just be nice to people. Yeah, we're pretty fortunate in that regard, too. Like, and I never really thought about it until probably right now, is we grew up in a, in a mill town, right? Yeah. That wasn't a mill town. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we were, like, that first-generation non-mill town. Right. So, like, when you think about, like, de- dealing with the CEO, like, we talked about Dave going back and showing kids what they could be. Yep. Like, a lot of the people that we grew up with, their dads worked at the mill. I know my dad worked there for a little bit, and then it closed. So, it forced them all to yeah. go out into the Change. world instead of just toting that company line. Because I know, like, my makeup, and like, I'm, I'll just I'll work everybody, you know. Like Beth Dutton says, you got four ways to be rich. Right? <laughs> so I, I would have taken the I'm an hour work everybody approach. Yeah. But that wasn't an option for me. The mill yeah. wasn't there. Yeah. And and my dad had to go do something else too. So like I got to see a different world. Mm. And I never really thought about it like that. But I think we grew up around it. And then by the time we got adults, we were very fortunate that it wasn't an option for us. Yeah. Or else me and you might have been in the pipe fitting shop and Jerry could have been yeah. working doing payroll in the office, you know? Yep. So Do you... Was it you that I was just talking to about that scene? Oh, I yeah. I was just talking to somebody about that. Is it yeah, you? You, me and you talked That's about it, like and I went back and rewatched it. one of my favorite scenes in that show. Mm. Dude, that show, man. <laughs> I watched, like, uh, what was it, five and a half seasons yeah. in, like, six and a half days. Yeah. I just put it on no, in the background. Good. I have no, a client that's good. a producer on that show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, nice. yeah, he traveled out to Montana, and he was, like, on site. He said a lot of it was filmed in Utah. And then he was also, he's a producer on one of the spinoffs. Just one of them. Like 1883 or whatever. What's the other one? 1946. 2001. I don't know. <laughs> I, know. I know it was so 1883. I think it was the 1883 one. <laughs> so. Is the 1883 one the one that was kind of like everybody died at the end? It was all just a one season. I didn't watch season. it yet. Yeah. Yeah, me either. Yeah. So that's, um, and I spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah well, Taylor Sheridan. My bad. They, all, they all die. <laughs> yeah. The, the producer produced Taylor Sheridan. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, my sister-in-law lives in Texas, and he actually purchased Quad Six Ranch, the ranch that was oh, on the show. Nice. Oh, really? He ended up purchasing it, yeah. 350,000 acres. He was just on Rogan. He was a pretty interesting mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. He's an interesting dude. Yeah, what a, I mean, it's a it's a look into what probably more it's closer to reality than what reality they. Portray. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. from what I understand, and I haven't watched the those prequels, the eighteen eighty three, the I think seventeen something. Um, but apparently they're pretty historically accurate. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. like what happened. <laughs> And now a brief word from our sponsor. This episode of Between Two Bridges is sponsored by Paymark Payroll. Are you tired of spending countless hours juggling payroll calculations, tax filings, and compliance regulations? Well, say goodbye to that chore and let Paymark Payroll take the burden off your shoulders. With our secure online portal, you can access your business information from any internet location, even your phone. Employees will love the ability to receive direct deposits, and they can access all their pay stubs, tax forms, and information through their own portal. Focus on growing your business while we take care of the rest. With top-notch customer support, we're always here to assist you with anything, at any time. Don't let payroll stress hold you back. Choose Paymark Payroll and experience the freedom to thrive. 
contact us at payyourpeople.com for a personalized consultation and a demonstration of our powerful payroll solutions and see how Paymark Payroll can better your workflow. That's payyourpeople.com. Join the growing list of satisfied businesses that have embraced the convenience and efficiency of Paymark. Payday made easy. Your business deserves nothing less than the best, and that's exactly what Paymark Payroll delivers. Now back to the show. All righty, which brings us to current events. Joey, what do you got going on? So we're still in the process of, uh, I don't know, <laughs> we're looking for a building. Yes. Uh, you know, so okay. I got to watch More what we do there. Yeah. Um, we, we're kind of transitioning into a slower time of year now, um, which is nice because it gets you caught up. There's yeah. some wedding gowns and stuff that's been sitting on the back burner and uh, started getting more into towels. Then we, we do a lot of towels okay. for like uh, janitorial towels, which we, we got to deal with Bayer, which is kind of nice. Um, consistent revenue in our industry is hard to come by, so we got that going. Okay. Uh, manufacturing shops up and running. It's doing well. Um, wow, this will come out February. January's been like our best January. I mean, it's easy to oh, say nice. best January, but like this is my second January. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's better than last one, but historically, it's it's on pace. We, we're seeing yeah, we're seeing some growth there. Um, the building's on the forefront of the mind. Lease is up in July, so got to make a decision there. Um, personally, getting ready to go away. You know, so enjoy. Kind of February is like our slow month of the cleaners, so it's always been a time to get away. Go spend some time with the family. Some umbrella drinks in your future? I still drink beer, man. As much as I, I want to. I don't know if they have Iron City. I mean, I got a tequila they? story, I could tell you. But uh, <laughs> sure you do. They, they, they get on me a little bit. Like, oh, you're in Key West, drink a margarita. Well, tequila and I, we're friends. I mean, we get along great. Yeah. Everybody around me doesn't like when me and tequila get together. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we're looking forward to that. I think we fly out Thursday, so this way or Wednesday next day. Last year, we had a hell of a trip. Like, we flew into Charlotte and get out of Charlotte, flew to Fort Lauderdale, had to get picked up in Fort Lauderdale, driven to Key West. Oh. So, we're hoping for a little smoother thing there. Um, yeah, there's a lot going on, I guess. Um, it's, it's easy to talk about it when the mics aren't on. Right. <laughs> but now you got to watch. You, yeah, you got a lot of people. Like, hopefully, a lot of people are listening. So, yeah. there's a lot of good things to come. Um Jerry's okay. probably be glad if we figure this building thing out. He's sick of hearing from me. Yeah. <laughs> it's nah. actually what he likes. Yeah, that's the side of the business I like. Yeah. The strategy. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, I'm finishing up uh, that snowball method with some of my personal stuff. I just bought a truck, traded in the uh, oh, nice the fancy car for a nice little truck to you cut get? my expenses. I got a Tacoma. Oh, I thought maybe you were going to uh, say an F-150 electric. Nah, nah. <laughs> Lightning, you can get those for nah, cheap now. Um you well, drive it here today? I did. It's oh, outside. I'm looking forward to looking look at it. it. Yeah, nice. Which is, it's a weird process because you trade in a fancy car and you're like, give me the cheapest truck you got. And they're like, the bank's not going to approve that. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, you can, you know, the loan to value or, or whatever, you can only go so low from where you were at. I had some negative really? equity, obviously. but Yeah. I was like, what do you mean I can't get the cheapest? And they're like, nah, you're going to need to spend at least 25 or so. And I was like, all right, well, what do you got? And so, but happy to know I have to buy premium gas and yeah, that's know, a, lower I think, car insurance, lower payments. So that'll, you know, that's extra money going into my pocket. Last time we were together, I think you were talking about you had to get tires on that car. And I was uh, like, man. Yeah. So, 
it's eight months of payments. I'm like, those are a lot easier to fix. So, you know, that'll be good. And then, uh, like to finish my deck in the spring and, and working on some bathrooms and then, uh, anniversary this week so shout out tiff for surviving four years you know i watched the episode we were talking and i i said amber and sarah and i kind of blanked and i didn't say tiffany's name and so Uh, uh, make sure tiffany gets the credit she deserves to flowers she likes flowers (laughs) (laughs) that's about it man looking uh jerry will hit me with a tax bill and then uh, i'll get moving yeah it's that time of year for me rates are going up (laughs) tax tax bills are going up everything's going up um yeah it's tax time for me so we're uh it's actually like right now is the calm before the storm where we have you know a handful of appointments and you know you're really early people we can't even actually file yet the filing Mm. season doesn't start until uh well not yet according to when this is yeah being recorded (laughs) but just got my um, w2 and did you? Yeah, we can start e-filing on the 29th. So I think this this post this is video is going live on the 31st. But um, so you know it'll be in full swing by the time this actually goes online. Yeah. But uh, so the 29th we can start filing. I've got a handful that that uh, went in already. Um, the IRS won't approve anything. Basically, the way it works is like everything goes into a queue. And then as of when they turn on the system, it goes. But I read that, that this year that there's actually some – that the IRS is pulling some returns um, even before the date to do some testing and things like that. Yeah. So that's been kind of neat to see. I have, I have one that actually got approved today. Um, oh, no rhyme or reason to it, but yeah. um, yeah. it's kind of neat. But uh, we're dealing with that. We're dealing with getting, you know, getting ready for tax season because it gets real chaotic here. Um, I still have – don't wait till April, people. You no, don't file. wait till April. <laughs> no, you're just filing fucking extension. Yeah, that's yeah, it's extension time. That's what that is. Um, we're still waiting on uh, these employee retention credits to come in for a handful of my clients. Um, it's been frustrating, but the IRS actually had a press release sort of thing happen last week or so, uh, where they're, yeah, and I'm, I'm gonna butcher the numbers a little bit, but I'm not exaggerating them, that they. They're receiving, so they're still processing ones that they received prior to September of last year. Wow. Um, they put a moratorium on the program like September 14th of twenty of 23 mm-hmm. because of the massive amount of fraud that was coming, <laughs> that was happening, <laughs> where you have all these people that are basically creating fake companies to just to get these employee retention credits. It's mm-hmm. it, crazy so they put a moratorium on the program to slow it down so they can figure out how to track that how to figure out what's fake and what's not um and because of that everything has just come to a screeching halt anything they're still working on stuff prior to september they're receiving even still they're saying forty five thousand applications a week wow okay (laughs) and they're processing 150 a day. <laughs> so, so it's going to be a minute. 20, and 30. They're, they're very, like almost a million behind at this point. Yeah. And they said, but there's a bill in, in front of Congress right now to st- stop the program. That, yeah. that January they're going to make it January 31st. Yeah. They're going to kill the program off. Now, they're not sure it's actually going to pass. It has not passed as of the filming of this video. But they're predicting that as of February 1st, which would be the first day after the, the shutdown, that they would be 1.2 million applications uh-huh. behind. 
and at 150 a day, <laughs> it's going to be a minute. You know, yeah. and the ERC might just return out to be your uh, retirement fund. Yeah, <laughs> for all your 30 year old business owners out right. there. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's crazy, and there's a lot of people that are calling for Congress to tell the IRS to just just send them out. Like the, yeah. I understand you have fraud, and I I tend to agree. You have fraud, but you also have like legitimate business owners that actually yeah. legitimately qualify for the program and there's probably businesses that are closing down because they haven't gotten it. yeah and it's a lot of money yeah you know, this could be enough money that could be game-changing for a client small or business, business. twenty thousand dollars a shot in hell yeah it's a it's a payroll it's a rent check and it's a breath right fresh air and, and they're they're holding this money for you I mean i have clients that have been waiting almost a year at this point for the money and no end in sight and you call the irs and they say well we're working through it i mean <laughs> Come on, guys. So but, as a as a tax professional though, coming into this time of year, what are the what are like the top like one or two documents that hold up a tax return that you uh, like? it's always these investment accounts, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for an individual tax per, tax return or yeah, for an individual tax return, the biggest thing is the K ones and investment accounts, like your um, your Charles Schwab, your things yeah. you know, like that. They're always the last ones to come out. And it's always the thing that everybody forgets about. And then they come in here with their W-2s. Okay, I'm ready to file. We file the return. And then two weeks later, they're like, hey, I got this thing in the mail. Does it make a difference? And I'm like, yep. (laughs) Start all over. What about gambling write-offs? What do you need to write off your gambling debt? So the IRS will allow you to write off up up to all of your gains. Um, And it's pretty accepted that you're going to have – all those losses. I mean, the reason there's a reason casinos are so nice. Yeah. You know, you're you're not going to win, right? Um, so the IRS kind of expects that. I've had clients that that spend that that have hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of gains, and they come in with a win loss record, and they're still bid zero. Mm-hmm. Now they won't let you write off beyond that. Um, and uh, what about my Bitcoin losses? Do I get to write that off? If you sell, if you sell, so when as you realize the the loss, that's when you get that had to been it. by December thirty first or yeah okay yeah. yeah 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 if not it'll be on next year's sure. return. So, what are and you that, looking forward to most about tax season this year? Um, I don't know. This is, it's tax season's a whirlwind man i i I look forward to it because it's a fun time of year i get to see a lot of clients that i only get to see once a year um it's super fast paced which is fun um until about the end of april march and i'm like okay i'm done with this shit yeah um you're just exhausted we go uh we go seven days a week uh i typically try to unless we're really behind my staff doesn't work sundays i work sunday every sunday um but i try not to take appointments it's like the day that i can get caught up on things and yeah. you know actually yeah, you, come out you come in here in june you're like what do they need all this space for yeah and then there you come in here during <laughs> march, march <laughs> you'll know there's like a constant hum here man yeah. the phone's never stopping there's the printer's never stopping i mean you it's just it's crazy here yeah, but it's, it's fun, you know. It's, it's, it's part of the business, it. and um, yeah, it's good. Any it's big good changes this year, tax wise, deductions, standard deductions? 
yeah, there's not a ton of changes this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's actually a bill in front of Congress right now to make some changes yeah. to help with uh, additional child tax credits and um, and things like that. One thing for businesses, which I think the majority of the people listening or businesses probably want to see it, hear about it. The bonus depreciation that we've had for so many years now that we're part of the Trump tax bill we could take a bonus depreciation of up to 100% of a piece of equipment or a vehicle or you know even leasehold improvements if you know you there were some things you could take 100% in one year it could make you have a loss and it was nice because you could take those losses uh, but then when you went to the bank they would they would typically add that depreciation back into your bottom line, so it didn't hurt you for lending, mm. but it would make it so you didn't have to pay any taxes. So since the 2018 tax bill, you've been able to take 100. percent But the plan was part of that that rule was starting for tax year 23. It's going to start going down. So for 20 tax year 23, which is what we're about to file taxes for, you're down to 80 percent of that purchase price. Uh, next year it goes down to 60, 40, 20 and then gone but there's a bill in front of congress right now to try to increase some of the uh, tax benefits um, mainly for uh, the middle to lower class taxpayer um, you know the the families that their their credits for the kids and and things like that that they're trying to do but in order to make it bipartisan uh, there's some lawmakers that came in and said okay well we'll do that but we want the bonus depreciation to go back up to 100%. Yeah. And they're hoping to have that passed by the 29th when we start filing. Otherwise, it wouldn't be the first time that they make a, bill, they make a change to the tax code In the during tax season for that tax year. Oh, and then we end up having to amend returns. Yeah. Uh, a couple years ago, they came out with, during COVID, they made it so that the first 10000 and change of your unemployment was not taxable. Hmm. Um, to the feds well we were already a month into tax season and i went back and we had at that point we had already filed like 400 returns and a good bit of them had unemployment because we were dealing with tax we were it was covid year where they had a lot of layoffs um so i'm like holy what are we gonna (laughs) do here we have to amend all these returns that we did i don't mean to laugh it was yeah it was scary but then they came out like a couple days after and they told us don't amend the returns we will do it so the irs actually just started sending out checks to tax to clients like here's the rest of your refund or here's some money back um so that that was good but um yeah that was they they'll make that change in the middle of tax season and we just have to figure it out What's the one thing you need to know if you're watching this episode and you're thinking about taxes? What's the one thing you have to know oh, going know. into this year? Yeah, Landmark yeah. business Landmark solutions. business solutions. Yeah. That's what you need to know. <laughs> Landmark-business.com. You can book your appointment online. Yeah. You can upload your documents online. We can do it. Oh, yeah. Um, do it virtually. Anybody that's watched our shows, they know. Yeah. Like, Get with this company, like Jerry's. Jerry's the the founder, I guess, right? And uh, but he gets it, and not only does he get it, he he likes it. Yeah. <laughs> he, he enjoys it. I do. Yeah, I do. Thank God uh, you weren't an engineer. Yeah, I tried that for a semester. <laughs> Didn't go well. Science is not my thing. Yeah. yeah. So I think we're getting close to the end, and uh, you'll sign us off. But I had a note here. We were talking earlier. Um, I don't know how many people comment on our videos. 
but you always see it on videos like hey in the comments or like and subscribe below i would like comments to start filling out a 2024 bingo card <laughs> there's been some stuff that have happened in our personal okay. lives in yeah. the la in the first 30 days of this year that we would have never expected yeah but i would like to you know is is uh what's going to go on with this election you know what's going to go sure. on in the world because let's keep receipts yeah Rates. Yeah, let's, uh, let's, yeah let's go out with that so who's playing in the super bowl joey uh my heart says that I want Detroit and the Lions to play. Mm -hmm. My money says that it'll probably be the 49ers and the Chiefs because yeah. if I bet the Lions and Ravens, it's going the other way. I played about a few years ago, yeah. too, right? Yeah. Jerry, who we got? I'm, I'm hoping for the Lions, and I, I'm not really a big Mahomes fan. I don't know okay. why. There's something about him I don't really care for. Um, it's his brother. Yeah, he and, likes and his, his wife. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It just, especially his like his little, best friend, his Swifty. outburst Taylor Swift during uh, that one game with uh, the Bills. Actually, yeah, and I just didn't really like it. But so I'm I'm pulling for the Lions and I guess the Ravens. But I agree. I think if the Lions are in with the Ravens, it's going to be tough for the Lions to win that game. But I, I do. I want the Lions to win. I think most of this country wants the Lions to win. Yeah. yeah. You've got to bite yeah. some kneecaps. Yeah. 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 Just to see that that comeback, the new the new Detroit Lions. Is it bad. gives I you, as a Pirate fan, it gives you hope. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? So what do you think? He's a Steeler fan. Yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jesse, who do you got? I'm going, yeah, I'm going chalk, man. It, it's 49ers season. I feel like I think they'll come out on top. I do expect Baltimore to – I think the Chiefs have been vulnerable all year with drops. And just – They're wide receivers. Sharp. They miss Tyree Kill so much. So, I think the Ravens find a way to get it done, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. And so when this goes live – We'll know. We'll know. Yeah. So one of so us. We'll who's know who's the, there. We won't know who won. We'll know who's in the Super Bowl. Right, yeah, yeah. So which one of us will be right? Okay. All right. Well, that's January. Folks. That's January. Yeah. Stay tuned. February. We're we're gonna have a couple uh, different guests on. Right. Yeah. Different. And one more thing. So somebody said at one of the episodes that most podcasts don't make it past 11 yeah. episodes and i think this is the 12th episode oh snap oh, so. so you're stuck with us now folks. <laughs> we did it thank you for listening to between two bridges a business to business podcast find and follow us on your preferred podcast streaming platform like and subscribe and leave us a rating and review you can join us socially on facebook instagram tiktok and twitter yes we still call it twitter you can email the show at info at between two bridges podcast.com until next time, make it till you rake it.